This week's episode of the Maximum Friction Podcast is brought to you by a guest sponsor. Not everyone that wanders is lost, and sometimes people are. If you've strayed from your home, and you're struggling to find your true self, we have the answer. Here at dancestry.com, we can track your true ancestors down. You could have wandered from Dorchester to Lanelli. You could have even created a fake accent to make yourself fit in. Fret not. We can help you find your past and embrace your true roots. Dancestry.com, your route back home. Come to the edition supply. Dan is not actually Welsh and is terrible at fancy football. Good evening and welcome to week 13 of the Maximum Friction podcast and, a, and sort of week 12. This is like a bumper edition. We couldn't do it last week. Our sound and production specialist is in America. If some of you didn't know that that's where Candy was. Yeah, we're completely crippled by the fact that he wasn't here. To be fair, we give him loads of stick, but actually he's the one that works the mic. (laughs) He has audacity. He has the clips and the editing. He's actually quite vital cog in this now, isn't he? Yeah, which we didn't realise. Candy, come back. Please come back. I know you don't listen, but come back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that's what this week is. Um, we're going to cover week 12 results quickly, cover week 13 results, then cover this week's games, which is the last week of the regular season. Got bargain basement from Jack. Quick shoulda, woulda, coulda, but only from week 12. Um, sorry, week 13, even. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some NFL chat to round it out at the end. Um, interesting evening this evening. Um, we were delayed going into our defensive classroom. And uh, I said to the guys, any questions have we got for football and film to cover the scout? And the guy's like, well, I've got no film questions, but you said any questions. So I'm going to ask you loads of questions. And, you know, I was like, fine, I'll answer them. And... Uh, didn't really know where Jack was at this point. Turns out he sat down on the floor. I was listening. Listening. Um, so one of the boys went, oh, coach, you coming out tonight? And I was like, I wish, but no. Uh, I'm going to home to record the podcast with Jack and do stuff tomorrow. And they were like, podcast? You do a podcast? And I was like, yeah, it's just our fancy football league. Like Nobody's going to get it far too many in-jokes or whatever. But the reaction was, was really positive. Yeah. And we may have got ourselves some more listeners. So if you're listening... Hi. Yeah. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> That's all I've got for you. It'll be interesting to see if any of them actually go back and listen to some of the episodes in the middle of the pack or if they skip to this one. The best but, part, I think, was them listening to your hot take on Dalvin Cook and how shit a draft pick he was. Yes. I think that was entertaining. Yes, that was very but good. But them really bigging up the Antonio Brown pick. Yeah, they loved the Antonio Brown pick. Yeah. Um... So yeah, you know, some of those podcasts haven't aged that well. But we should maybe do like a trivia question, some random nugget of information from one of the like week six ones to see if anyone actually listens. <laughs> maybe <laughs> offer a prize. They're not. They've also stopped listening by this point if they'd started listening to this one. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Seager would have carried on listening. Yeah. He's listening on his cycle ride home. Anyway, week 12 results. You beat me in the Collusion Bowl. I did. Well done, two point zero. So we're one and one in the collusion bowl. Maybe we'll play again this season. Possibly, yeah. It is a possibility. I mean, we'll come on to that later. Yeah. 
after your week one bye. Um, Matt beat Steve um, that week. Steve really struggled after winning a couple of games in the middle of the season. Ross beat Yogi, who's, you know, pulled off some upsets this year with mm. his terrible team. Scott started a two-game slide, losing to Matty. And uh, Jarman beat Viney. Where did we predict that week? That was the last week we did predictions. Uh, that was the last week we did predictions. So we both predicted uh, Roberta win, which we got right. Uh, you predicted Ross. I predicted Yogi. That's point to you. We both predicted Scott, which we got wrong. We both predicted Rob, which we got right. I backed me. You backed you. So we are even, which means I am 5-0 up still. Oh, dear. We haven't decided on what the forfeit is for this yet, have we? We talked about it earlier in the year and just forgot about it. I'm fairly okay with this pride. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take a bit of pride bit of pride yeah that you know football's better yeah small ego boost never does me any harm yeah I suppose it's probably a good little thing for you <laughs> thanks um, I think yeah maybe that's a backhander yeah yeah carry on um, so then we move into last week which is the week 13 results um, I stuffed Scott yes he scored 70 odd points yeah it's because his running backs are trash trash Trash. Trash. Told you, Scott, and I knew it would come back to bite you. You're on a two-game slide. You're currently sat at 506-6. You could miss the playoffs this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert lost to Yogi by two points. Massive <laughs> shoulda, woulda, coulda for Matt. <laughs> Yogi actually got worst manager and still won because he left the Seahawks defence on his bench. Josh Allen. Josh Allen on his bench. Fabius Murray. How did JHI do for Matt? Uh, 1.6. On his... On his bench. On his bench. Why has he picked him up? <laughs> He's going to stash him. He's his keeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what does that mean, actually? Does Matt know what a keeper is? Yeah, but what does that mean in the league? Oh, if... Because he's a free agent. Yes. You lose your eighth round pick. Eighth round pick. And if you, keep, if you keep a second free agent, you lose your seventh. Got you. And a third free agent, you lose your sixth. Right. Got you. Okay. Um, so that's how it works. He didn't start Will Fuller. That's entertaining. That would have been, that he would have won the game. Yeah, the week before he did start him, the one he blew it and he lost. Yep. So yeah, um, hilariously bad. Hilariously bad. Yeah. Um, Ross beat Steve mainly because Todd Gurley shat the bed, and in the battle of the running backs on Monday Night Football, Mark Ingram didn't shit the bed. Mark Ingram rarely does. Yeah, he's consistent. He's never outstanding, but he's never shocking. It was Devin Singletary's first hundred yard game, which Frank Gore was quick to when they were all congratulating Frank Gore on how good he is because he's got up at the third all-time third yardage. All-time yardage. They, he grabbed the camera and grabbed Devin Singletary and went, how about you talk about this guy's first 100-yard game instead of talking about me? And then walked off. Brilliant. He's, he's great. I love Frank Gore. Yeah. They reckon, right, if he continues at the pace he's going right now, the last two seasons, which is about 800 yards this year, yeah. and he continues to play for three, four years, he could break the rushing record. I think, I, I don't know if he'll, I think he'll, I think he's probably done after this year. Unless he, like the whole the whole point about him, he is still better than your backup running back. Yeah. So that is all he needs to be, really, doesn't he? He needs he needs ten carries for sixty yards. And he'll chug to over over six, over seven, eight hundred. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Have the odd good game where he goes above a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so then you beat Jarman in the in the trade trash <laughs> victory. Yeah, I feel justified with that one. Although Lamar made that victory look a lot bigger than it was. Yeah. Um, but you, ha- you th- this is a point. You were a hundred percent chance of winning before your quarterback played, and you were losing at that point. Yes. <laughs> I'm quite happy with my choices that I'm making. Now my my 
Um, my managerial choices are fairly. I'm not winning best manager for some reason. But you've you've not got any worst managers for about seven or eight weeks now. When you were Mister Worst Manager first couple of weeks, yes. which explains really why you're now top of the league. Yeah. <laughs> point you were in the toilet bowl. Yes. Because you actually realised that you were good at fancy football and actually picked the correct lineups. Yeah, none of my players on the bench got over ten, mm. which is quite, which is quite good. Um, yeah, everyone else. Jarvis Landry was just a dumb mat trade. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I don't yeah. know what he got out of that three-way trade. Not a lot. David Montgomery, who's done really, really bad. Oh, and um, that really good Bears receiver he talked about, who's went one hundred and thirty odd yards last mm. week. He threw the ball a lot to him, um, but yeah, it's not gone great for him. And then in last week's last game, Matty beat Viney to continue his two-game win streak, which has shot him up the standings. I'm not. I'm, I'm not calling a two-game thing a winning streak. That's not a streak. That's just two games. That's not a streak. It is for us in the toilet. Bowl. Not a, no, not a chance. Okay, I like how streaky you get in the toilet bowl. So we look at the standings. We look at the standings <laughs> as we go this week, and uh, I want to commend you, Matt and Ross, on one. You'll rise up the up the league, but also your name changes to make you the side chat successes. <laughs> um, As I said, we were going to put it one, two, and three side chat success. Would have been brilliant. Yeah, and then Ross is the only one that did that because he suggested it. <laughs> and then me and Matt didn't bother changing it again. No. Although me and Matt wrote it two different ways. Yeah, Matt's looks horrible. It makes my eyes bleed. Although side chat, is side chat one word? I'd say hyphenated maybe? Maybe that's what Ross could have done. Side hyphenated chat successes. Yeah, well, when you're at the top of the league, we can have a chat about it. But but well done, um, Jarman. Still not regretting his experience, <laughs> but has has kept his spot in the top four despite not doing too well the last couple of weeks. Going one and one. Yes. Um, then you've got Scott. What is going on? Scott's on a two-game slide. He was sitting pretty at six and four. He's now six and six. Yeah. The where we stand currently in, in the league, right? Uh, the bottom four is me at seven, Steve at eight, Viney and Yogi. Yeah. Now, to make the playoffs this year, six and seven will get you in. Okay? Yeah. Um, you need six wins. Steve, Viney, Yogi cannot get six wins. They no. are guaranteed toilet bowl. Okay? Yeah. Me, Matty and Scott are playing for the remaining place in the toilet bowl and the last two spots in the playoffs. <laughs> now, these fixtures coming up in week 13, okay? So, we're going to talk and predict these in a second, which we're going to go through, but I play Viney, okay? So, I'm predicted to win, and if I win, I go to 6-7, and seven, and I have got a really healthy point against, okay? Which shows my schedule's hard, but I've also got more points for than Matty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Scott plays Robert. Yeah. Which Robert's made the playoffs. Yeah. You've made the playoffs. Mm. Um but and and to be fair, Ross has made the playoffs, John's made the playoffs, they're all in. Yeah. All right. Um but Matt is predicted to beat Scott. He could be the final nail in the coffin um for Scott, yeah. which would really make his season hilarious. Then um Matty plays Steve. Um, if he wins, he's in. Um, Steve's not really got a lot to play for in that game other than to help his butty old pal out to make the playoffs. <laughs> Knowing Steve, though, he would rather me be in the toilet bowl with him. Yeah. <laughs> so Misery loves company. He does. And if Steve's misery 
really loves Dan's company. <laughs> right? To the point where Steve is no longer miserable if Dan is miserable next to him. <laughs> All right? I know you, Petty Ford. I've known you for too long. Please set your line up and don't be a dick. And win this game for me. It's set. All it's right? set. And then... Yeah, so a lot of Browns in his lineup. Yeah, it's a lot to play for this week. It's a very crucial week of the season. I can't believe I still have a shot at the playoffs. I thought the toilet bowl would be done by now. Yeah. Um, but if I win, Scott and Matty loses, I could sneak in and they um, and one of them could end up in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Um, so we'll move on to this week's predictions. Um, you're going to cover us through me versus Viney initially. Yeah. And then we'll spin on from there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there are some interesting games, as you said, this week. It's um, all up for grabs with those three. Uh, commiserations to the three toilet bowl entries. Um, I mean, it's now win or bust. Well, win, win or get off the pot. Win and get off the pot. Yeah. There's a lot of metaphors here. Yeah. Um, yeah, very streaky. So, you versus Viney. Um, I'm a big believer in Kyler Murray. He's he's quite, actually quite high up in the fantasy points at the mm. moment. Um, but Dak Prescott is also very high up. Dak Prescott is going up against a really stingy Buffalo defense, um, which might be a little bit more difficult for him. But it's the early game, so we'll know early about what Viney has to do then to, to get past you. The Rams haven't been great. They couldn't stop Lamar, and they ain't going to stop Kyler Murray. Um, bold by you, starting Bo. Um, it feels like one of those Chase Edmonds scenarios um, where he gets a bunch of points, does really well, and then next week gets like 12 carries for 16 yards and a fumble. Um, I do like Bo Scarborough. He was one of those guys that in Madden, I always picked him off the three agents and always started playing him. He's massive. He's so big. He's like Derek Henry, but 0.5. <laughs> Before Derek Henry, I think. No, no. Henry was, after? Henry was a bummer. Scarborough played one year, one year after. after. He was the next Derek Henry. Yeah, that was it. Um, he had one good season where he roared them into the championship game. Yeah, uh, getting like hundred plus yards a game all the time. Um, so yeah, he's I've all, I've watched. He's him a good player. He's a player. Um, the Lions just aren't very good at running the ball. Unfortunately, mm. it was a lot of effort to get near hundred. You got ninety eight yards, I think, and a fumble, and a fumble. Um, Tevin Coleman is. Splash or nothing, and he's been nothing recently, unfortunately. He's playing the Baltimore Ravens defense. Yeah, Tariq Cohen against, yeah, whereas Joe Mixon has become more consistent, which is good. Yeah. Calvin Ridley against the New Orleans defense, which has Marshawn Lattimore back, um, and it looks a little bit like Julio Jones is a bit hobbled at the moment. He didn't play many snaps last week, so Calvin Ridley could become the primary target, there, which is good. Devontae Adams, I think, is going to have a, a comeback week against the Giants, along with Aaron Rodgers, which I'll talk about later. Robbie Anderson had a big game last week. Um, so did OBJ. So mm. um, Jared Cook was really good the last couple of weeks, uh, and Everett has been really not good. Uh, he's starting a double tight end and just the worst double tight end combo I've ever seen. Gerald Everett and Jimmy Graham. Um, so there's that. Uh, Chris Godwin is his saving grace. Yeah. One of the best players in the league and fantasy this year, but he's not going to win this game for him, despite him being projected, I think, the highest point total, uh, apart from the quarterbacks. Um, yeah, there's no way you're not winning this game. Okay. I don't think. I'm backing myself too. Yeah, I, I can't see you not winning this game. Yeah. Um, so then I look at uh, Jarman versus Ross. So uh, both teams 7-5, and five, both in the playoffs. Mm. They're just playing now for who plays who, really. Because um, yeah. if one of them comes third, they'll play sixth, which could end up being me. Um, this game could be the who, who loses to Dan Bowl, embarrassingly. <laughs> 
Um, or it could be the easiest playoff game bowl. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, at the moment, it's fairly even. Stevens Ross set to win fifty three percent to forty seven. Um, you've got battle of two really good running backs in McCaffrey versus Kamara. Kamara hasn't been performing. McCaffrey's going into the Washington defense, but it's a good battle there. Le'Veon Bell in Cincinnati's bad defense, uh, but you've got Jamal Williams against the Giants. Wide receivers, I don't like um, Robinson uh, for Ross. Don't like him at all. Um, Edelman's not the greatest pickup either. The Patriots have just not been scoring points on offense. They've been managing games yeah, and winning. Yeah. Um, Hopkins against New England, tough defense to go against, but you know it could be a big week. Ravens had a big week against them. You, know, you don't know. Similar type of quarterback in um, Watson at uh, Houston. Um, Marquise Brown in San Francisco I like that pick and that play from Jarman um, he scored two touchdowns this weekend just gone um, this is a good little play Tyler Lockett's got a good match against Minnesota on the Monday night game which means that this goes right the way down to the wire with Rob having him in the Monday night game um, it is a tight one um, it doesn't really matter who wins no um, I think Rob wins this one I'm going to go with Ross and I'll tell you for why. Okay. Um, I think uh, Stefan Gilmore is going to shut down DeAndre Hopkins um, because he's shut down every other player. He's had more pass defense, passes defensed than receptions allowed. Did you see his diving pick this weekend? He's insane. He, if a DB is ever going to win Defensive Player of the Year, it's him this year. And if, but if Darrell Rivas didn't win it back in what oh mm-hmm. nine, he's never going to win. He's not going to win it. Um, I also think that Marquise Brown uh, is going to struggle against the Niners. I think that's going to be. Um, I, I can't work out whether it's going to be a slugfest or a scorefest. Mm. I don't know whether they're just going to pound the ball into each other over and over and over and over again, and we're just going to get that, or they're going to start just let the two QBs go. Um, it could be like a 40-something, 42, 44, or something like that, or it could be 1916 or whatever. Um, but I think Hollywood Brown are probably, is probably going to have a down week. Um, I would also say that the Saints, the Falcons seem to have a formula for fucking with the Saints. Mm. And playing the Saints defense against them is a wee bit dangerous. Um, and I think Tyreek Hill is going to go off. I think Laverne Bell is going to get some yards against Cincinnati. Um and I think Mark Ingram is going to get the lion's share of the points that the Baltimore score are going to score rather than Brown. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Ross. Okay. I like that we've gone opposing views there. Yeah. Um, you're on now quickly to Steve versus Matty. Yep, fine. Uh, Steve we want Steve Matty. to win. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's... Oh, no, I do think that's going to happen. I do. I, I'm picking against Matty this time. Uh, this is simply because of his first two players... Uh, that he's got on his list here, Jimmy Garoppolo and James White. James White is is not as good as Dion Lewis was in that role, and the Patriots, you're right, aren't scoring many points. They're managing games, and they're just passing it to whoever pops into the formation at that point in time. It could be fucking anyone. Nikhil Harry, one catch, one touchdown. Very nice touchdown. Very good, but he didn't do anything else. And Jacoby Myers, also who's training yeah, camp hero. Nice, nice long Very good player. nearly fumbled off. Yeah, great um, player, but... Who the fuck knows what they're doing? So I think those two players are going to not do very well. I think Garoppolo, last time he came up against a good defense, looked rattled, didn't know what he was doing, threw a couple of picks, didn't quite manage the game very well. Um, Baker is going to be all right against Pittsburgh, but the defense is going to be tough. I think Devin Singletree is going to do well against uh, the Dallas line. Cream Hunt is really good, so is Terry McLaurin. Um, 
I think at some point during the second half of the Jacksonville-Tampa Bay game, Gardner Minshew is going to come back out and throw a touchdown to DJ Chark. I think that's just going to happen. Nice. Kittle is too good. He is, he is overpowered. Um, and I think Cooper Cup's going to get back on track. Um, I just, yeah, I just, I can't see Matty's big point scorers, mm. who are the quarterbacks and the, and the wide receivers scoring many points. Manuel Sanders, Sammy Watkins could be zero and zero, or they, or it's not great. Whereas everybody on Steve's team is seems to score 10 plus, I think. Yep. I'm going to go with Steve as well. Because I, I want him to win, so I've got to back him. I don't yeah. care about our prediction things for Pride. I want to get the playoffs. So I'm backing Steve this week. <laughs> Come on, pal. You know what to do. Um, so we go on then to Yogi versus Yogi. So Yogi's, you know, upset a few people the last couple of weeks. Even worst manager last week and still managed to win against Matt. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you're 93% chance to win it. I can't look past your team. Your team is coming into form at the right time. Um, I think you made a mistake cutting Will Lutz because he scored me some very vital points the last couple of weeks and you've picked up... Well, I cut him on his bye, didn't I? You did. You should have kept him on your bench. Uh... Um, but the I, I think, right, genuinely, you play T.Y. Hilton against Tennessee this week instead of Gallup against Buffalo. The, the thing is, I would agree, I would be, I would be kind of ready to agree mm-hmm. but in the pissing rain against uh, a really tough defence Michael Gallup still got seven and a half points mm. and it's probably going to be in the pissing snow though um, I'll take that Dak Prescott is throwing so much oh no they're in, they're in Jerry Dome are they yeah it's versus Buffalo they're in the Jerryland Dome okay but still, Buffalo's defense is good, and their DVs are very good. Yes, they are. But Michael Gallup technically is the third, well, third or second receiver. Mm. Well, you go Amari Cooper, zero points last week. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Rubbish points. Then Gallup. Yep. And Gallup got more points than both of them last week mm. in a rainy, 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 rainy game. So I just Cooper think, barely played. Yeah. Hardly any snaps, which Scott must have been so happy about. <laughs> <laughs> Gallup is um, consistent. Um, so, which I like. so although I like that Yorgi has played the waiver wire fairly well, he's always been trying to pick up the the hottest player of the week. He's 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 done well at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't look past you absolutely hammering him. So lovely. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming you're picking yourself. I am. Yes. And then the, the finally in the game of the week this week. Da, 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 <laughs> shit. Scott versus Robert. Yes. Uh, I'm picking Robert right out of the gate. Um, number one, Eric Ebron is on IR, and Scott's still got on his team. He hasn't got another tight end. Um, Amari Cooper is playing Buffalo defense, and I think I'm going to get the the rub of that because I think Gallup's going to get the the points. Yeah, and um, I think that Cooper will not get the points. But I mean, I could be wrong because it's in a dome and and Dak Prescott's really good. Yeah, uh, Saquon Barkley. Has been super, super underwhelming because the Giants are super, super underwhelming. And He's had like 44 carries for 88 yards over the last three games, I think. And then look, Green Bay, team boat on the bounce back. Yep. Their defence has been really good at parts this season. Yep. They could come back angry. Yep. Um, Julio Jones is questionable and not doing very well. Um, and I mean... It, Will Fuller, he's starting him this week. Good call. Devontae Parker has become one of the most consistent fantasy players in the league. Well, 
Devontae Parker, Steve men- mentioned that week one in his research. Yeah. Talked about how he's he was targeted the most of slot receivers other than no, the wrong for Albert no. Wilson. Oh. That's who he was talking about. Shit. That went real well for him. <laughs> oh, well. That was almost a good bit of insight. It was almost a good bit of insight, but I, I remembered when he was doing it. Um, Matt's going to win. Let's stop talking about it. Yeah, Matt's going to win. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Put Scott in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Do it, Matt. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Which reminds me, what's our tiebreaker in this league? I need, if, is it, do we go to points scored? Is it points against? Points difference? I, I kind of need to look at. And yeah. while we're both looking, um, we um, can look at uh, the trophies and talk about the trophies idea. So we had a look and uh, it's points scored. Um, while we were talking about that, it's points scored gets you your tiebreaker, which means Scott has a very good tiebreaker. He does. He scored a lot um, of points. 1,609. Um, he's conceded less points than both Matty and I. Um, I've conceded 1,603, which is nearly 200 more than both of those two. <laughs> um, but I've got a better points difference, points scored than Matty. So I need a good win this week. Mm-hmm. And doesn't, to be honest, Scott's it's going to take a lot. It's going to take Matt, Matty to win, me to score a lot of points for me to knock Scott out. So actually, I think Scott might be in the playoffs now looking at that because yeah. it's a tiebreaker. It's between me and Matty. Yeah, I think so. I'd still find it hilarious if Scott lost and finished six and seven. Yes, I think I think Steve is going to beat Matty this week though, which is going to going to help you out hopefully help me out if I do the job and win I have to win yes um, so hopefully I get my viney by I didn't get it the first time round <laughs> yeah, <no>. um, <laughs> speaking about trophies yeah so I think we decided on the on the toilet bowl trophy which is a framed photo of the bin framed picture of the bin which yes. you have to have in your house yes um, and you'll have your you have to sign it yeah sign the bin yeah, yeah. Um, do we make it a framed photo of the bin with the person or do we have it as the same photo of the bin that just constantly passes the same photo of the bin that goes around and you must have it in your house yeah That's the does story. it have to be proudly on show yes so it can't be hidden in an attic in your house it needs to be on a wall it needs to be on a wall <laughs> or, or on a chest of drawers yeah. on show in your house yes doesn't have to be in the living room no could be in like the bedroom or something but bathroom on show bathroom would be good yeah. alright but here's the, if, if any of us come around and it's not there that's when we have to think of something even worse. Yeah, if we can't, if you forget and you've hidden it, and then like, oh no, they're coming around, and it's not here. So basically, if we ever go around to Yogi's house, <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> we have to think of stuff to do. Just flash visiting him every, <laughs> every, every day of the week, hoping to catch him out. Um, though Yogi has said to me in person that he he's not really he knows him type boat. He's not really caring about the next season other than picking up some players. Right. He only needs to win one game. Yes, he does. One game. One. That's it. Right, and if he loses the first game, he just needs to win one more game after yeah. that. So he's just going to win one game. That's it. In two weeks, and he's been winning the odd game. Do you think for the winner trophy, mm-hmm. we should do something nice? Yeah. Or do you think we should bronze a banana? Because <laughs> I think that would also be cool. <laughs> I think we should do something fairly nice. It needs a little bit to have an engraved plaque on it. All right, and I think we need to order it soon. We have the money. We just need to do it. We have bananas right here. <laughs> We don't have any bronze. How do you bronze things? Is that, is that dip, that? dip it in actual melted bronze. I don't have any. No. You quite, used all my bronze. Quite, quite expensive. For my statue. Quite expensive. Too. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe just paint it bronze. Maybe, maybe <laughs> a banana trophy. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
I don't really understand the banana link. There's bananas in front of my face. <laughs> Thought so. Are you hungry? Would you Top like some banana? Uh, no, I don't want any food. Maybe a whiskey glass or a maybe a silver tankard. Mm, maybe you can <clears throat> your name into. Yeah, maybe. I was yeah. I guess I'd like something footbally or frictiony. Maybe a silver sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yes, maybe. Like a, like a silver trophy of a belt sander. Yes. <laughs> All right, okay. For maximum friction. Yes, okay. Or we get the diagram of maximum friction, the scientific, and have that done as like a... I would, I would say Scott's legs rubbing together, but he doesn't have any legs. That's very true. Um, doesn't have any legs. The obligatory Scott is small. Yeah. Lovely. And he has trash running backs. Trash running backs. And I think his team's in the freezer. Yes, I think so. We'll run through that quickly. Freezer teams. May as well, because we bargain basement was going to lead to. But we, we, can go, we can go to the bargain basement first. It's very quick this week. Have you um, got your intro music? Uh, no, not this week. I'll be honest. It's, it's been a long, long, long week. non-working week. Yeah. I went and played with some dogs today. That was good. Um, no, I don't have my... Uh, I know. Sorry, we've got no sound effects this week. We've got no sound manager. That's very true. And obviously that intro you've done the last two weeks was completely pre-recorded and, and thought about what for the bargain basement <laughs> <laughs> I could do an opera one but I'm quite tired I don't think I could do it justice my ears won't hurt I'm going to I'm going to nail it next week I'll have, okay. I'll have it ready you'll have it ready yeah anyway. you need to think of an advert too <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. Um, people aren't here for the adverts no they're only here for the adverts wait a minute that's the only good bit about yeah. this podcast right okay the fake um, American accent the two claps and a yeehaw yeah very good Oh god, that's good. imagine people listening to this in headphones. I know. Uh-huh. Uh, right, okay. So bargain basement from last week. Uh, quarterback was Sam Darnold. He smashed it, and he smashed it last week as well. Twenty-seven point three points. Uh, Kajon Barner, who I said was going to make an impact because I pay attention to the Falcons' backfield because no one else does. Uh, got fifteen point six points, and I think he, I believe he scored a massive punt return or a kick return, one of the two. Um, Daryl Henderson, for some inexplicable reason, got no carries. Um, so got zero points. Uh, Demarius Thomas got a touchdown call back, six point four points anyway. Uh, Russell Gage, um, four point two points, respectable bargain basementing. Um, Josh Oliver, tight end I picked out of my ass for the Jags. Uh, Nick Foles isn't good. Shock. He's not good. Get Minshew back. It's in ridiculous. The He's not good. He wasn't good anywhere apart from Philadelphia. And even then, he threw so many picks. He got them to the Super Bowl, did a cool play, but it wasn't even him that threw the pass. It's He's not good. Not Gardner good. Minshew gives them a better chance to be competitive in games, and they're more interesting to watch. And he's on less money. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Um, but Josh Oliver, unfortunately, is now on IR because he got hurt in that game, so he, he had a couple of catches and then got hurt. Okay. Um, Trey Quinn, which was my Redskins pickup because I thought someone had to catch the ball. 4.3 points. It's okay. It's not great. It's all right. And Isabella... Either going to go for a 95-yard 95 yard touchdown or catch one swing or screen pass and get two yards, which yeah. he did, 1.1. 1. 1. Because Braxton Barrios is in there doing bits. Uh, different team. Jets. And Isabella's Cardinals. Oh, he plays in the Jets for my man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just a Jets receiver. <laughs> Madden leaking into real life again. <laughs> I'm in 2026. Bo Scarborough was the MVP, right? He actually um, was. Right, <laughs> so... League. 2026, I'm in on my Madden. No. Nice. Yeah, going strong. Single life hit you hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Defense, I picked up the Vikings. got 6.8 points. Not great for a defense in this league, to be honest. Uh, and my kicker was Carson for the Raiders, who got six points, which was okay. Total of 72.6, closest to Yogi. I did say I would beat Yogi. I got closest to him. Um, and, I, yeah, I blame Daryl Henderson for that. I started off really well. Um, it was going to be a really strong week. Yeah, for I was really happy with Kajon Barner. And Kajon Barner, that kick return he had was excellent. Yep. Um, I'm going to say last week, uh, the week I missed my bargain basement, definitely picked up Bo Scarborough and uh, some other players that scored loads. Rest, no, I would have picked the Redskins defence, obviously. He got 31 points. Um, yeah. So let's just say I beat Ross last um, week. No football. He definitely would have beat Scott because he scored 74 points. Yeah, I yeah, beat Scott. Right, okay. So this week, uh, bargain basement QB is Jameis Winston because I believe, uh, unfortunately, as I've said throughout all our podcasts, he goes... Good trash, good trash. Sometimes in the same game. Yes, that's what's now confusing me. <laughs> because he started off zero for two with a pick. And the week before, he started zero for two with a pick. Yeah, but then he threw for 300 plus yards, <laughs> three touchdowns, um, and threw them all to Godwin. So Winston is, uh, God knows, but I think he's gonna, he'll probably get 25 points. Um, Brandon Bolden. You're bringing him back. Because he hasn't done anything for a little while. He was on punt return. (laughs) He hasn't done anything for a little while and it feels like one of those games where he's going to get a swing pass or a jet sweep. Something dumb where he scores. So this is a two touchdown game for Brandon Bolton. Um, Adrian Peterson because uh, Darius Geis has looked okay but not great. Surprised he's not owned in this league. Who? Peterson. Uh, Yeah, a bit weird. But he's just... He was when he was doing well, and then when guys came back, someone dropped him. And it's, uh, I think he'll be all right. He'll get maybe eight to ten points. James Washington is my first receiver because he scored a very good touchdown. He scored a great touchdown because Duck Hodges is now in charge. And it was the stiff farm at the end of that touchdown. It, yeah, no, that was a good. He just, just threw him to the floor. That was amazing. Uh, he's a good player. He drops a lot, but when he, he high points balls really well and, and is a big play machine. Mm. Uh, and Dark Codges is just better than Mason Rudolph because there's a better chance to win and more explosive. Um, Miller, Anthony Miller, who plays for the Bears, um, was actually more targeted than Adam Robinson last week, but uh, Robinson got all the yards. Miller is very, very, very good, but just is in the Bears' offense. But I think he could get a touchdown this week, especially against a weak Lions team. Uh, Logan Thomas is my tight end. The former Virginia Tech quarterback. There we go. Logan Thomas, who plays for the Lions, um, has been getting targets yeah. from good old Jeff Drizzle. Um, Jeff Driscoll. Who is, I like watching him play. It's not very good, but I like watching him play. Uh, he throws to, throws to Logan Thomas a lot, yeah. uh, especially in the red zone, which is good. Um, Auden Tate is my flex because Andy Dalton is back and starting. <laughs> and AJ Green is still out. He is. So Ornte is another is a good option again, I think, um, because he threw to him a lot. And the guy that uh, Ryan Finley was throwing to was Erickson, who was a kick returner. That's the silence that's necessary for the Bengals receiving call. Uh, anyway, they won a game yet? Uh, no. So they're bringing Andy Dalton in to try and fuck up getting the number one pick. I don't know what they're trying to do. Um, Maybe they're trying to tank further. Maybe, or maybe he said to them he wants to get a bit more on his resume for free agency or something, I don't know. A bit of respect to Andy Dalton for leading the Bungles for the last 12,000 years. He made the playoffs at times. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is my other flex because he was on a touchdown streak of four games before last week and then he went, uh, did not score last week. Um, and he is up against the Ravens, which is going to be tough, but I, he's one of those guys that kind of sneaks around the back of the end zone and catches those toe drag ones at the back of the end zone on like five yard outs and stuff. Um, Chargers defense. 
are in. Steve dropped them. Steve did drop them, yes. Uh, they are Must in. have heard the podcast a couple of weeks ago when you panned him for having them. Yeah, they did really well that week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they are in because my one of my favourite players in the NFL is back. Derwin James. Derwin James is back. He is so good. And also, Adrian Phillips is back. Oh. So they're both their both starting safeties, safeties are back. back. Same week. Yes. Are they coming off a bye? Yes. Uh, they are, and they're playing Denver. Who, I heard this week, their offence described as a tomato can. Empty and cold. <laughs> and full of some red slime. Yes. Uh, they suck. They do. They're in the freezer, right? Yes. Yeah. They suck. Um, so I think the Chargers are going to walk all over them. And then uh, a kicker out of my arse, Josh Lambeau. Because Gardner Minshew is going to come back and they're going to score. Um, like if I was logic. bold, I would have put Gardner Minshew in here. But I'm not that bold. And That's I want really to... bold because that would have been like half a game yes. worth of stats. And I predict this week that I will beat uh, Matty. Yeah. And I predict that I will beat... Ooh. Ooh, Viney. Matty and Viney I will beat this week, and I predict my score will be 132.4. Very precise. Very precise. So quick look at shoulda, woulda, couldas from last week. Matt Robert. Everything about his team, he lost to Yogi. I'm leaving to start JJ. Yeah, that would have got him an extra point. Um... <laughs> But yeah, he could have started Will Fuller, would have won in the game. But also, likewise, Yogi could have started Josh Allen and the Seahawks defence. He said to me, oh my God, I forgot to put the Seahawks defence back in. Um, cool. <laughs> like 45 minutes after kickoff. Nice. Very good. Um, very good. Very good. So he knew what he was going to do. He just forgot. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that's a bit of a shoulda, woulda, couldery. Scott for drafting those running backs and trading for him. Yep. Um, Matt for giving me Jarvis Landry yeah all should work good as Rob for regretting his trades yeah. not regretting his trades <laughs> Russell Wilson scoring 10 points against me is the best redemption I can get master plan taking the piss master plan T.Y. Hilton absolute master plan for yeah. me wasn't it fuck you Russell Wilson um, absolute <laughs> master plan also Viney if he'd have uh, if he'd have played Jamal Williams he drafted better <laughs> <laughs> but if he'd have played Jamal Williams instead of playing his double tight end, which got him a grand total. What? What is he playing a double right. tight end with those two butt pickers for? 4.5 points those two butt pickers scored. Oh my goodness. Between them, they were targeted four times. They made three catches and they scored 30 yards. Because Jimmy Graham's still a thing. Yeah. Um, if he'd have played Jamal Williams, who, by the way, got 26 carries, 104 yards, one touchdown. <laughs> Not Jamal Williams, Jonathan Williams. Yeah, sorry. whatever. Still Williams. He would have beaten Matty. And would Jonathan have... Williams was a pickup, wasn't yeah. he? Because he was. And he would. Of... He would. Didn't pick him up. Didn't play him when he picked him up. Feel the rule. Um, and had that happened, he'd have beaten Matty, which would have given Viney a chance at the playoffs still, and would have dragged Matty into almost certain toilet bowl. Oh, Viney, you suck. So that's a shoulda, woulda, coulda for me, because Viney, you shoulda, woulda, coulda, which would have. Made me oh, safe. Man. Fuck you, Viney. Fuck you. I wish you'd have gone all one fucking 12 now, prick. Yeah. Should have kept Des Bryant. Um, right. So, what we'll do now is run through uh, the highest scorers, fantasy scorers from the week before. Yeah. Um, and uh, predict the next highest scorers, scorers this week. Yeah. So, week 11, uh, we predicted Lamar Jackson. Um, and Lamar Jackson, Michael Lamar Jackson. Thomas, yeah, and uh, Drew Brees. 
uh, none of which were the top scorers. Uh, Lamar Jackson was close, uh, but it was actual, actually Josh Allen, mm. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who ran around like a nutter and then threw the ball to John Brown. Uh, 36 points, so very good from him. Uh, week 12, highest was, week, uh, was uh, Lamar Jackson, who has been consistently in the top three. But I don't get that right. I would like to just shout out the randoms that are in that top 10 of highest fantasy scorers each yep. week. The Redskins defense. The Redskins defense twice. Two weeks in a row. Jakeem Grant. Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Big old Jay Drizzle. Got Drizzle. himself in the, uh, in, the, in the top 10 in one of the weeks. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just nice seeing them. There's this looking at those random anomalies. Uh, highest scorers, the, the projected highest scorer in week 13 is Pat Mahomes. Okay. Um, but they only predict them around 24, 25 points. Basically the same as Lamar Jackson. Uh, my pick for highest fantasy score in week 13 is Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Because I think he's been crap for the last two weeks. He's got a soft matchup against the Giants. Uh, and I think Coming it's... Off a bye. Yeah, they, I think they're ready. I think they're ready to explode a little bit. And they've just not been great. Um, so I think Aaron Rodgers is going to score about 38 points. going to throw four touchdowns. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And you've picked Michael Thomas. That was it. Falcons defense, not very good. Breeze is back. Thomas is due a big week. He's getting targeted lords. He's had a, quite a few receptions, some okay weeks, but he's due a big, big week. And I think this is the week. Okay. Any prediction for it? For what? That? Oh, um, I reckon three touchdowns, 180 yards. 180. Do you know who he is on pace to smash the reception record. record? Yes. He's on 107, I think, and there's 143, and it's not even Thanksgiving game yet. Yeah. It, it's going to be unbelievable if he gets that. He's way on pace. He's he, The game, not this week, the week before, he was on pace to be 10 ahead then, and he's had two big games for receptions. Unbelievable. Um, so let's have a quick look at the predictions from last week, predictions for the games. Um, I predicted that Philadelphia would beat New England. It was close. It was a shit game. They were both rubbish, mm-hmm. um, but it was very close. Uh, New England beat Philly in the end. Candy predicted that Arizona would beat the 49ers. Ran them really damn close. Really entertaining game. I really like watching the Cardinals play, um, but the Niners came uh, came over that and won. Uh, and you predicted that Cleveland would beat Pittsburgh. Which they did. Which they did. No. Smashed them around the head. Beat them a couple of times. We haven't had a podcast since that incident. Yeah, calm down now. It was disgusting. Um, I could not believe what was happening. Uh, I, as you know, I love the NFL and I love I love American football in general. And I don't usually get that passionate about it over a long period of time. And every time I spoke about it, it wound me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then for someone to come out and say and, and say that he used a racial slur and it was it was that was the reason I did it. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. They it was not used at any point to defend this. They mic up the centers and the guards. Yeah. And nothing was heard. No. Um, yeah, uh, just ridiculous. I guess you were probably a little bit hot about it because it reminds you of that dickbag from Torbay who threatened to kill your family and gouge your eyes out. Yeah, went real well, didn't it? Yeah. Then he tried to gouge someone's eyes out. But um, I, I, no, I'm, I'm hot about it because it just is. It's they're professional athletes, and yeah, it's grown men smashing into each other. But at the same time, like, there's a point where you just don't need to do that. Mason Rudolph is a dumbass. He, he shouldn't. The, the bit he did wrong in that was running back after him without a helmet on. You just back off and let your offensive line deal with it at that point. Um, I kind of love him for the fact that he didn't back down. Mm. 
but it was just unnecessary at the end of a game which they've won and they can't even win a game without ruining it. They can't. They can't just win a game. They've beaten us. It was fine. They played really well and no one remembers them playing well because of that. Yep. And now he's gone and he won't. I don't think he'll be back. I think he'll be gone about half of next season as well. You reckon? Yeah. Interesting. Because there was the big threat at one point of Mason Rudolph suing him and mm. charge, getting charged for, for bodily harm and stuff like that because he hit him with a weapon. Yeah. Um, it's a crime. It is, yeah. It's an assault. Yeah. But everyone, there's, there's people saying, oh no, it's just a football fight. It's not a football fight. No. A it's football not. fight would have been helmet staying on, someone throwing a punch in a face cage and then scrabbling on the floor. Or what Andre Johnson and... Um, Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan. When they went at it. Yeah, pulled each other's helmet off and then went at it. Mm. Not using weapons. They just went at it. And fine, if you're going to fight, fight. It's not great. It's not a great look. You should be, you're getting paid enough to not fight. But come on, man. And then, and you, you take that back a week as well for the tweet that he sent about someone sucker punching him in a, in a car or something like that. Mm. And it, you start to, it starts to paint a different picture of someone that had a really positive impression and there was these whispers about him being a dirty player and it started to build up and build up and then he's just done that like the reason it happened was because he led on top of Mason Rudolph mm. after the play and it was fairly innocuous Rudolph tried to get him off nothing a quarterback wouldn't do Derek uh, Darren David Carr was on the Damashek podcast talking about it and he said that's nothing that quarterbacks wouldn't usually do to get someone off them and a little bit of like a tussle on the floor or whatever and then he just he ripped his helmet off and smacked him with it. It was unbelievable. And it, it made me feel sad for the Browns because they can't even win a game which they dominated us. They, they played really, really well. No one will remember it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame. Yeah. So this week's fixtures? Uh, yes, this week's fixtures. I have chosen the Cardinals because I, I love watching them play to beat the Rams and knock them out of the playoffs. That is my prediction for this week because I think Kyler Murray is very, very good. I have mine. I think Patriots are going to lose to the Texans. Perhaps losing to the Texans. Yeah. Okay. I believe it's being played away from home for the Patriots. It's in, in Houston, indoors. I think they're, they're going to beat them. Okay. I'd love that to happen. I really would. Um, freezer teams. Freezer teams. Freezer teams. First freezer team for me is going to be the Detroit Lions. I don't think it's their fault. I think they, in the middle of their push, they got mugged off by the referees about two or three weeks in a row. And absolutely mugged off as well. They lost two games because of the officiating. And it's just unlucky. It's just unlucky. And again, by Thanksgiving, the Lions are playing in a pointless game where they look shit because they've lost their two best players, mm. Matt Stafford and Carryon Johnson. As soon as those, like without them, they're just not a good team. And you can tell by the production of Kenny Golladay. Look at Kenny Golladay and Marvin Jones. With Matt Stafford, we're tearing it up. Unbelievable. Jeff Driscoll's in. He's doing his best, but he is a backup quarterback that's only been in the league a couple of years. He wasn't a particularly good college quarterback either. He's, he, he runs around a lot and does what he can, but he's not Matt Stafford. And I think they just need to be put in the freezer because I feel bad for Matt Stafford. I do. Because he has the team around him now and he's hurt himself. He was in the midst of the best career, best season he's ever had in his career. And he's had some good seasons. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know whether it's maybe trying to a, a, a change the scenery for Matt Stafford and maybe to get away and try and get to a contender. Do you want to be a good one for Matt Stafford? Brady retires and he goes to the Patriots. Or he goes to the Colts. That too. That would be good for him. But they've put a bit of money in Bursette. Mm. Be interesting. Or who likes a big arm QB? Denver! And? 
think Brucey Arians. True. Oh, he's not going to... No. Mm. You imagine Matt Stafford throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. That's horribly, ridiculously They good. could swap quarterbacks. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it makes Detroit interesting to watch. Um... Interesting. So my first freezer team this week is um, Scott's fantasy team. Yeah, agreed. Um, so the Yogi A team is going in the freezer. So although he's pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs, he's going out in week one. Ciao. Yeah. All right, so he's in the freezer. Um, also, seriously though, I think the Rams. Yeah, the I would agree. I would agree. They I'd... were in playoff contention for that division looking really strong with three teams potentially going through. Yeah. Ravens have run through that division the last two games, beating yeah, the Seahawks yeah. and the Rams. Yeah, uh, last two of the three, but um, Seahawks and Niners are still strong to qualify from that. Rams are in the freezer. Yeah, Cardinals going to beat them as well. Yeah, that's going to be the end of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my freezer teams. Lovely. Uh, NFL news. There's not a huge amount this week. Obviously, the thing about Miles Garrett saying that um, Mason Rudolph used a racial slur, which in my I don't know. I'm not there. I don't work there, but. It seems like utter bullshit um, to try and reclaim some of his character, which he had good character beforehand. Um, Jerry Jones is having to come out and defend Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett is not a good head coach. Hasn't been for years. Nope. Um, and apparently the Giants are interested in him now, um, which makes sense because the Giants also suck. Um, but I think if, if you lose Jason Garrett and you get in a good head coach, you're looking at the Cowboys really turning a corner over the next two or three years. And becoming the 80s, 90s Cowboys. Yeah, and building that. They've got a, such a solid base if they pay Dak. You've got to pay him. He's one of the best QBs in the league this year. Mm. You have to pay him. Um, we look at the slight decline of the Matt LaFleur offense Ooh, in Green I Bay. Say, I wouldn't be surprised, right? I wouldn't be shocked if Jerry, mm. in his wisdom, traded Dak, <laughs> right? Or didn't pay him. Yeah. And traded up in the draft this year to get Tua or Herbert. Herbert. And try and do what he did with Dak with a new rookie QB who he thinks is a better quarterback than Dak was coming out of college. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked. I honestly, yes, I think I wouldn't be shocked either. He's an, he's an idiot. Talking on that, Tua Tagalover obviously had that very bad injury. Um, I reckon he could end up going to somewhere like the Patriots. Yeah. Or a good team. He's not, going, he's not going in the first round. I think he'll go in the first round, in the last 10 picks. So you'll go to a really good team. I think he'll go to the Saints. Good team. Because Teddy's not there. Mm. Teddy's not staying there. No. I think he'll go to someone like the Saints or the Chargers. Mm. Um, a good team, no. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that the race for the number one pick as well, because you're looking at the Bengals picking up someone like... It's not going to be. It's not going to be um, Herbert. I think he's going to slide to the second round. I mean, Oregon did lose this weekend, so that's hurt his. He's just not complete enough, and hurt their chances. Yeah, the, the whole thing's a bit weird. I just think he'll get undervalued and, and may slide to the second round. Um, There's another quarterback coming out. We've got Justin Fields, obviously. Um, Good and Jalen Hurts. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the first round quarterback. But we're looking at the LSU. That's him. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I think that's the Bengals boy right there. Yeah. I think that's the guy. Mm. Um, if he wins the Natty, they'll draft him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise he's had one good season of college football. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, Drew Locke might start for the Broncos. Oh, only a few weeks too late for a sandwich bet or whatever it was. Yeah, annoyingly. Um, 
Yeah, well, never mind, eh? But that does mean that he's going to throw a load of picks to the Chargers because he looked god-awful in preseason. Mm. Awful. Yeah, Joe Flacco started in front of him. Oh, my goodness, he looked bad. Um, otherwise, there's not there's not a lot going on. I don't see how Gardner Minshew's not playing for the, for the Jags now. Nick Foles isn't good. That's not a hot take. He's just not good. Mm. Um, and I can see Jacksonville clearing house at the end of the year. Um, they got to do something. They got to get rid of the. They'll get rid of the coaches. They'll get rid of because they're not a good team anymore. They got rolled by the Titans, mm. rolled. Um, which is that, yeah, despite should... the big p- performance from Fournette. Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's, it. that's pretty much it. That so, it. Um, bringing this week's to a close. Just a couple of reminders. One, twenty uh, eighth of December, drunk cast. Um, yeah. It's already in Scott's calendar because I put it there on his fridge. So Brody can't wipe it off and write over it now. So he's coming. Um, Yogi said if he's in the country, he's coming because he might be going away. Um, and Ross has already put it in his diary as well. Yeah, um, I think Matt's involved. Nice. So we're going to go out and have a few beers after, fellas. Um, and because it's going to be a drunk cast, you're going to come in as guests. We'll yeah. be having a few beers. Then you might have to have an, an entry amount of drink before you can speak. Yes. So there's probably going to be like a gateway at the door where you have to do something to catch up. Um, and be at a certain level before you can start. Yeah. I've cancelled family plans for this, so turn up, you fuckers, because yeah. otherwise I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're coming to the end of the season now. Last week, the regular season coming up, and then we're into playoff weeks. It'd be really nice if someone would volunteer to come on for a guest in the next couple of weeks. That'd be really cool, because we've had a few pullouts lately, kind of like Ross. Um <laughs> And um, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't expect that one, did you? It got me. <laughs> um, but it'd be nice for that, and, uh, and you know, even just some voice notes to to ride us through the playoffs. And we'd things. appreciate as well if you if we always love a bit of feedback, and obviously we know it's a, a bit of a laugh doing this, and it's it's good fun, but we enjoy doing it. Mm. Um, so if if there's any feedback that you guys have, or even you random people that are listening, and we don't know who you are, um, give us some feedback. Um, I don't know if we have any way to get feedback. You can't comment on Spotify podcasts. So just message us. Yeah, if you if you know no, us, message no. us or whatever, and just let us know if you want us to carry on doing Maybe this. Maybe we'll do a maximum friction Twitter for next year. Yes, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but if you want us to keep doing this after the fantasy season is finished, and you want us to talk a bit more NFL chat and get together and, and just talk, then just let us know. Yeah, and anyway, good night from me. Bye, Dan. You didn't do your hi, Dan, today. I did not. Anyway, see you later, fellas.